biggest thing I was telling myself all game is just stay disciplined, take it one play at a time. Uh, there's times in that game where, you know, if it was week four, I would have forced it and we had a tip pick, another tip pick or whatever it was. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, it's going to be night and day when I get out there. I've been working my tail off, and uh, I'm just glad my teammates were there with me. Those are big moments uh, where you're looking for your guy to come through. He came through, uh, made some big plays. Uh, throughout that drive, made big plays throughout the game. I know it wasn't perfect at all times, uh, but he came through when it mattered. Michael, I tease you all the time about you being 10 years older than me. Uh, 1969. 1969. I'm sure you've heard this already. was the last time that both the Browns and the official team of Brother from Another, who we'll get to in a moment, the Lions, both won seven of their last 10 games. I'm sure you could tell me all That's about right. that 1969 team uh, that you covered or grew up watching. <laughs> but no, seriously, it has been quite a long time since both the Browns and the Lions uh, both won seven of 10. Um, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about you because I was like, man, once upon a time, we would have like, we'd have franchised Cleveland and Detroit to try to get them to the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. Like that would have been a yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. Madden franchise mode matchup to try to get these long suffering fan bases into a why championship. Are you about, why are you talking about in the past tense? Why past tense? It's a good because it's because uh, franchise it's been a while. matchup right now. Because it, it's been a while. Um, I'm trying to stay off that narcotic as you know. Um, although we did have some good times. Uh, quite a few parking tickets on uh, Washington Avenue in Boston. Uh, quite street. a few. Watch this street. Uh, qu- Watch this street. Watch this street. Sorry, Watch this street. Uh, corner, corner, <laughs> the corner, the corner of Washington and yes. Rutland to be, uh, uh, right. to be exact. Above, right, right above, right above Flower Bakery. Uh, right above Flower Bakery, tickets. the original. The flagship, the flagship store. There are many of them now. You can find them around Boston. Anyway, go ahead. No, I'm debating right now. We'll get to the real football in a second. No, don't. Don't. No, let, no, 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 don't do. No. I can't tell a story. No. I, I can't tell a story. Oh, we already I, told I that tell story. story. Okay. Oh, we, we told that one. We told that story. Yeah, yeah. we told. Are you sure we, we told, told that story? We, we told the tow truck, truck story. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we told that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. We did. All right. Well, you know what? This might be people's first time watching. I think y'all need to understand that Mike Michael Holly is not this mild mannered. Christian family man that he portends to be on this. Like, don't let the glasses, don't let the, don't let the air tie, don't let that fool you. One time we played Madden so late, uh, and I was parked uh, on the street cleaning side uh, on Washington Street uh, in Boston. This is back in the days when both of our significant others would question me and Michael's relationship because we spent so much time together. Back in the days when uh, our editor at the Boston Globe, Don Squire, would call one of us looking for the other one, assuming we were together. I'm like, what makes you think we're together? He happens to be right here, but I mean, why'd you assume that, 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 yeah, that well, we'd exactly. be together? I know yeah, exactly. his whereabouts, right. Um, so anyway, one night we fell asleep uh, on his floor playing Madden. Uh, I think... I don't think I don't think that was the same night where I woke up delusional and and so drowsy until I made a mistake and simulated. No, yeah, that was the Jets Giants franchise. Okay, yeah, Jets Giants Giants franchise. I got there. Hey, I got the Jets (laughs) to the Super Bowl. I got the Jets Jets to the freaking Super Bowl. Back then, it was hard to get the Giants there. I know this was pre Eli. It was hard to get the Giants there. And you you reset the game anyway. Go ahead. No, I I made a mistake and simulated it. 
and it didn't auto yeah, save. Yeah. But anyway, uh, my car got towed, and we went to get the tow, uh, the car, uh, pick up the car from the, uh, from being impounded. And when I tell you, Michael Holly almost got into it with this proud boy looking dude at the tow truck company when I, <laughs> Michael Holly, he almost over my car. Get you, get you a friend, get you a friend that will fight over your shit. Michael Holly, we was about, he was about to get into a fight with the tow truck dude over my car. I don't know what he said. He might have just had the wrong tone of voice or attitude. But both of us are about to get our ass kicked. Both of y'all yeah, about yeah. to get clapped up. Like, we, oh, yeah. we, was, we was both about to get it. <laughs> okay. So I just I, I, always I appreciate I don't know what like, I was thinking. Like, hey, I don't know what I was you, thinking. Will you, hey, will your boy fight for you? Yes, Michael Hollywood fight for me. I can say that with conviction and with certainty. I have seen it. Michael Hollywood fight for me. Anyway, yeah, that I dude was about, about yeah, man. Yeah. That dude was about 6'4. Six six yeah, oh, yeah, six okay, okay, more, more. Yeah, 6'4, six 6'4. Four, six four, <laughs> six six yes, yes. Yeah, and, and, and 248 pounds of yes. the, the pure, pure muscle, pure muscle. Yeah, uh, and you, I'm not. But you, you, but you, but you, but neither, you know what? You talk a good game. Neither nor. You talk a good game. You talk but a good game. But then I figured game. it out. I calmed down, though. I calmed down very quickly. I was <laughs> came like, to your senses. Ooh, ooh, I thought this that was a wall. Well. Oh, that ain't the wall. Right. That ain't the wall. That's him. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I just kind of stopped. And, but and that's it's been a long time. Your your point. Your point is it's been a long time since we had the Browns and we Lions spent, in contention. Yeah. We have spent we have spent enough franchise mode enough time in franchise mode for a lifetime. So I do not want to go back to those days. But I do want you to take me back in back in the days of the Browns uh, as a contending. Franchise. I mean, that's a special, special team, obviously, in a special region of the country, Northeast Ohio, which you are quite yeah. familiar growing up in Akron. But that organization, man, like, hasn't won a championship since the Jim Brown days. One of the storied yeah. franchises, though, uh, in NFL history, means so much to the fabric of this league, um, has suffered its share of heartbreak. They were obviously on the other end of the drive. Uh, they moved infamously to Baltimore, only to come back. To go through quarterbacks, the, the long, everybody knows about the long list of quarterbacks. You've seen the jersey, we're all different quarterbacks, um, you know, on the back of it listed since they came back into the league in 1999. So here they are yesterday with Dorian Thompson Robinson taking the place mm. of Deshaun Watson, who's now out for the season. And I'm thinking, man, like this isn't just a good story, Michael, but this team and its defense in particular under Jim Schwartz and led by. MVP candidate, dare we say, Miles Garrett. We talked about this a couple sure. weeks ago. In a season That's where right. there's no quarterback running away with it, could it be the year wide receiver wins it for the first time? Could it be the year defensive player wins it for the third time? Alan Page, Lawrence Taylor. Um, this defense, Michael, I would say, is the most dependable unit or phase of the game, if you will, in the entire AFC. Because Kansas City's offense, Kansas City is almost a defensive team nowadays. Their offense isn't like lighting it up as usual. And it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Travis Kelsey, and they'll do what needs to be done. But the Browns defense, I would bank on the Browns defense more than any other side of the ball unit or phase of the game in the entire AFC. They'll make the playoffs with this quarterback, and they'll make some teams' life miserable once they get there. Yeah, I, and look, man, that's a good way of saying it. And, and it kind of speaks to when you, you start talking about 
uh, Cleveland history, you know, 1969, uh, the same year, the last time the Lions and Browns were in contention, and, and frankly, 10 years after, 10 years before you were born, because you were born in 1979, I believe, 1979, yes, and I was not alive in 1969, so I don't know what kind of math to come up with. I wasn't alive, <laughs> but you were born in 1979. So anyway, anyway, I just, just throwing that out there. I just want to put that out there for the record. Um, but you know what they've done? The Browns for all like so the 70s. You know how you can summarize the 70s. Browns history summarized um, in two words: the Steelers. Okay. Period. Mm-hmm. End yeah. of sentence. Really, yeah. because yeah. they were in the shadow yeah. of, of four championships in six years. So forget about which is why you grew up a Steelers fan. Like like in yeah, all seasons, yeah, you grew up yeah, in Ohio, runner. but you were a Steelers fan. Yeah. Front running. Yeah. Yes, yeah, front runner. Front yeah. runner. Um, but this is the last time. I mean, the last time the Browns had an identity. I guess was the last time I had a defense like this was 1994 when Bill Belichick mm-hmm. was there and Nick Saban mm-hmm. was there. I was thinking it was last year of Saban and Belichick together. I think Saban left after that, but they had a great defense and, and you know, they won a playoff game and, and then lost in the second round yep. to uh, the Steelers, of course, but that was the last time the Browns could be counted on to just give you a certain uh, an elite defensive performance every week which is what they do now, which is why we keep talking about Kansas City. I do uh, Kansas City, Cincinnati eh, uh, in the AFC. Yes, snake. right there. But home. Cleveland, Cleveland has to be in that conversation because that thing can travel anywhere. You can you got that dog yep. mentality can play in front of the dog pound. They or, can still uh, run the ball. High Mark Stadium. Uh, you know, Kansas City, what used to be Arrowhead and still Arrowhead in my mind. Anywhere that you can take that thing anywhere and have a real, like a real shot of winning the game. This team, man, they just they got they got cojones, man. Like I said, because it's like it, you, you call it the dog mentality. Like you know, you know, beware of dog. As I said last week, like however you want to put it, they can run the ball even though they've lost. They're starting running back, starting tackle, left tackle. Starting right tackle, I believe, as well. I think they lost both of them. Uh, and they're starting quarterback, obviously, for the season. And yet, here they are finding ways to win, oftentimes on the last play, oftentimes on a Dustin Hopkins walk-off field goal. But, so it's a, it's a great story. It's the, it's the type of team you can, you know, enjoy watching win, even though their games are ugly. It's like anytime somebody yeah. rallies behind a rookie, a rookie quarterback, you know, anytime you got a fan base that is, is starving for for relevancy, let alone a Super Bowl, it, it makes for a great story. Oh, one more thing. I was talking about Madden. I still remember this. This is this is this is how my brain works. My all time record for points in the game on Tecmo Bowl 91 with the Cleveland Browns. Shout out to Bernie Biner, Kozar, Kevin Matt, Matt, Ernest Biner, West, uh, uh, Webster, Webster Slaughter. Slaughter. Yep, Ryan uh, Frank Minifield and Franklin Minifield, Hanford Dixon, Clay Matthews, oh, yeah. senior. Oh, that was that Ooh, was my Techno Bowl squad back when I used to keep my go. own stats on Techno Michael, Bowl. Michael D, you, you Michael Dean Perry, you you Michael, Michael Dean Perry. I think I didn't get my been after that, but you ain't real if you ain't write down your own stats on Techno Bowl. You ain't a real nerd. I just you, can't ain't, believe, you ain't hardcore. I still can't you believe you. Your own stats I still can't believe you did that. It was a precursor. It was a precursor. I just, I guess I was called to do this. Who knew, right? I was just, I was always gonna be a sports writer. I had my own little system yeah. before they kept, before the computer yeah. kind of just yeah. for you. 
Third down. Keep it, you keep it your third down. Oh, that's listen. No, I didn't go third seven down. out of I ten on third, third down. down. I didn't know. I didn't do third down. I didn't do third down. I just I wouldn't. That would have been a little. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a little much. That's where I draw the what line. What did Adelaide say? Where, you know, Adelaide like, said, "Go check on fourth and fourth. Check on fourth and fourth down. Should did I? not do converge. Didn't didn't do time of possession. I didn't do time of possession. Just yards. Okay. Just yards and touchdowns. That's as far as we go. Okay. This is nerdy. That's this is, this is deep down the nerd rabbit hole as I go. Yeah, how we get on that? Oh, we're talking about the Browns. Yeah, so just good for the Browns, the man. Browns. Like, see the Browns. I, 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 and and I know they believe they can stay and they in never this thing, been. make the playoffs, and, and they see never what happened. Been. See, they, oh, they, to the they, Super Bowl, they just, yes. You know, Haven't even been. They just never been. even been there. So it's, NFL it's, championship it's game is what we're talking that about. That these two, that these two franchises that we're yeah. discussing, Let's talk the Lions. Browns and the Lions, they never, Pivot. they've Let's never talk been Lions. there. And and the Lions, look, the Lions story. You know how sad this story is. That's why we just really, you know, cape up for them. You know, one one playoff win since 1957. That's just crazy. One playoff win uh, in, in years and ye- years and years. But you know what I like about yesterday? Look, uh, from a betting perspective, not that I bet on the game, Mike, but from a betting perspective, they didn't cover uh, against the Bears. They were nine and a half point favorites. Uh, they won that game by five. They were down late, came back, uh, incredible comeback. But this is what it takes. See, Detroit... This is what Detroit has. Uh, these these types of games they've lost over the years. Should have the win. Yeah. Yo, Something oh, crazy yeah. happens. Check, Chicago, yeah. like yesterday, Chicago was Detroit. Chicago was playing the what role of Detroit. Detroit. Year, yeah, we got yeah, to learn how to finish. We got to learn how to. Years years ago, last year, that was last year and the year before. Yeah. That was the difference between this year's Detroit. Like Dan Campbell's got them this season, winning the games that they would have lost his first few years. But you know what? I'll say that you said Cleveland. Cleveland is the most reliable in, in AFC. Go back to 62. Sorry, like 69 right. for both teams winning seven to 10. 62 since the Lions have been eight and two. Go ahead. I That's nuts. Reliable. Yeah. That's nuts. We definitely. Yeah, you said Cleveland. definitely like, were born back then. Yeah, Cleveland is most reliable in the AFC on, on one side of the ball. Their defense. You know? Yeah, their defense. Yeah. I'd say Detroit. Detroit has the most. Unusual combination in football. Maybe okay. I say most unusual combination on the East Coast because there's a West Coast team. I know we'll talk about them later. You can't wait. But there's a West Coast team that has an identity that has a hybrid like this too, where they have the DNA, the DNA of a tough, grind you down. We'll come at you. We'll take the hey, listen. We'll fight anywhere, wherever you want to fight. We'll fight at home. We'll fight on the road. But also. Yep. Has a has a dynamic offense. The Lions' offense is dynamic, and it is, right? they are built. They are, they are built. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, right. It's a dynamic offense. It's an imaginative yeah. offense. It's an explosive offense. Oh, Ben Johnson and, will be somebody's coach next yeah, year for sure. But yet, but yet, the team and the ethic and the and the mentality speaks to Detroit. Speaks to Eight Miles. Speaks to Dan Campbell in that first press conference. Speaks to all those people who have been watching and watching since the days of uh, Dick Knight Train Lane, waiting for the Lions to do something special. So, whether it's Dick Knight Train Lane or uh, Dick LeBeau, it's been a long time since the Lions yeah. had somebody who could really get you excited dude, and make the, you think that you dude, can win a championship. This, it's this an interesting team. This is the franchise that's famous for sending two Hall of Famers into retirement. 
uh, in, our, in our lifetime. <laughs> like Barry Sanders and Calvin like, Johnson, like, no, I'm good on this. But we're a long way from yeah. that. I mean, and it Both feels like we yesterday, out. right? But it feels like yesterday that Matthew Stafford was like, I'm out. And Lions fans had to live vicariously through the Rams and Matthew Stafford winning the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Now here they are among the Super Bowl favorites. I mean, we adopted them. You and I have kind of like there are certain bandwagons we've jumped on, other ones we've built. I will continue to take credit that we built the Lions bandwagon because we saw the vision from Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. We saw the vision when they got those picks from the Rams and how they were building this team. I even go back to the draft and how many people criticize you know, them picking a running back and a linebacker in the first round of the draft. They nailed this draft. This team is built the right way. They got the right mentality, as you mentioned. I know neither of us picked them to win the Super Bowl, but somewhere along the way, we both say, you know there. what? We're going all in all. No, we say, we, along, some, we, we, switched, we, we switched horses midstream. At some point this season, yes. we both came on and agreed that the Lions was our squad. Are we still officially... Oh yeah, officially. Oh yeah, NFC. Oh yeah, on lives. I'm gonna see him in Vegas. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see him in Vegas. We'll, we'll, they will be there, and they won't be visiting. Uh, they're gonna have a lot of the bandwagon. bandwagon right, we saw that guy in Vegas last year. At that point, we saw. Like as a matter of fact, we saw Aiden Hutchinson last year doing it. We did an interview with Aiden Hutchinson last year when he was visiting, making the rounds. Oh yeah, the, during, so the, during, come during at, the media we, tour, and we told him. I don't know if he remembers. We said we'll see him next year. And I'm looking at the reservations on the bandwagon. We're about 93% full. We have a little, we have a little <laughs> space. We have a little space and coach for those who want to uh, join up in February in Las Vegas. But yeah, I, I like this squad. And, and look, I know. Yeah. I mean, like, who, who, who should they be? I mean, wh- what they lack is experience. What they lack is, hey, Jared Goff. But Jared Goff has won playoff games before too, so he doesn't necessarily lack experience. But at, collectively. What they lack is the ability to be favored to win something and then to go out and win it. Just the, 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 yeah, but the combination of the historical baggage of the historical baggage plus. Yeah, but I don't know, group. man. I, I thought I think they nipped that in the bud in the opener because I go all the way back to when they won that first game against Kansas City to start the season in Kansas City. Like, yeah. I know this this may this may sound a little ass backwards, but just follow what I'm saying because they haven't won anything to earn this. But in a lot of respects, the Detroit was a lot of people's darlings coming into the season, right? And so they had something of a target on them, even though they did not win the division last year. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but they were this team that a lot of people saw coming. So they're not catching anybody off guard. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people were checking for the Lions coming into this season. And a lot of people were therefore skeptical about, okay, let's see if the same old lines show up. Let's see how they handle being the hunted again, even though they haven't done anything yet being the hunted versus the hunters. You know, they were no longer a sleeper team coming into the season. And sure enough, here they are at eight and two. So I would argue to your point about can they handle prosperity? Can they handle being favored to win something? I think they've already been doing it. I think that's been them this year. I think they took the Bears best shot last year. It's different in the playoffs for sure. Different, playoffs in, the play- different, animal, different but, in the playoffs. But I mean, in terms of get, get. The, the pressure to live up to expectations, they're doing that this season. And even yesterday, what's interesting, one last thing I just want to say this real quick. It's interesting when you're, when you're, you know, rooting for a story. People ask both of us all the time, who are your teams? Like, we root for stories. We root for people. When you're rooting for a story, it's interesting how you contextualize what happens to fit, you know, how you want to see it. Because some would argue, like, well, why were you down with four minutes left 
you know, 26 to was it 26 14. Why were you down with four minutes left? Uh, <laughs> to, to the Chicago Bears to begin with. Well, first of all, the Bears are more competitive than their record. Shocker. That's it's right. Division game number two, but also like the way we choose to look at it. I think the way a lot of people choose to look at it, Michael, is that this is more of a sign of Detroit's metal and Detroit's resilience and Detroit's heart than it is Detroit being fraudulent, right? Yeah, well, um, yeah, I, I would say I, I'd say metal is really what it comes down to. That's why I said I like their toughness. And of course, you're going to wind you're going to wind up in some divisional games that are going to be difficult Ask Philadelphia because I'm going to mention them in a second. Just as far as who Detroit should be afraid of uh, Philadelphia has the commanders have played Philly so tough the last couple yeah. of years. Commanders are not a great team. Philadelphia is a great team. Yeah, you play in the same division. Things happen. It's NFL, you know, man. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, yeah, a team, a team can just get you. Like the same thing, Giants, Commanders too. But the reason I, I said the Phil, uh, Philly, I don't think Detroit is afraid of Philly. I bet you they no. feel like they can even go there. They can go to Philly. I bet you they feel like they can go to, ooh, San Francisco, <laughs> and, and and do some damage. Now, the, the question is, here's my only question about Detroit. Did they learn? They took a real beat down in Baltimore. They took a real beat down. Not long ago. They went in there and it, oh, they took it. Which to me said more about Baltimore than it did Detroit. Really? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but still, forget about that. You're supposed to be one of the best in the league. You can't go in there and and get blown out. Did they learn from that? Yeah. And feel like, were they humbled by that? And do they have the ability? To correct whatever the mentality was, the attitude was going into that game, they have the ability to correct it. They go out in the field and play with the Baltimore, San Francisco's, and Phillies. When it really I would, uh, I would, I would sign up for a Browns Lions Super Bowl. I would sign up for that. Oh, I would, I would love to write about that Super Bowl. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. You would love to write about it. You gonna really write about this? No, I, I mean hypothetically speaking. No, like uh, I, uh, I, I didn't uh, mean. Uh, I'm not volunteering uh, to write it. I'm saying it would okay, be okay. a nice. All right. Super Bowl to chronicle in, 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 in the old in, in the olden days to chronicle, right. and, you know, be assigned to a somebody's but just you know, to be clear press availability just to be clear. Yeah. You're yeah. not trying to write a column. Oh, I mean, if somebody will or, pay me, if somebody will pay okay. me, because if you get it something, never do it for free. So, you know, somebody will pay me. I'll do it. That's good, that's good advice right there. That's good advice. I mean, you know, not exactly mine. <laughs> it's the Joker, but you know. <laughs> you, you gain confidence, and it has to be gained through uh, demonstrated ability. And so it's nice to feel that in this locker room right now. It's nice to feel that, um, that momentum. And, there, you know, there's nothing like it. Like, you know, there's nothing like winning. Um, you know, you hear the music, and it, it's like it's hard to explain. I mean, it's and then there's a part of it is, and I'm going to say this: after you've done it a while, there's an element of relief that you don't have to deal with like misery for a week, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, so it's like one extreme to the other. A lot of us players have been through stuff personally in life. Um, through football, whatever it may be, that challenges us, you know, builds us up, creates us who we who we're destined to be. 
and I think it also molds you. And uh, I think that um, the best thing that you can do in the midst of adversity is continue to keep believing, continue to keep working. I admit, I'm not, I'm not in these social media streets the way I was. Uh, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of things I miss. I, lot, you know, yeah. you and I, you and I have have long lamented the phrase nobody's talking about. Like, you know, like no, you just ain't here. You, know, you ain't talking about it, or you just know. Yeah, people it, are but, talking. People are talking about it. Right. <laughs> so I'm asking this, and I'm I'm not asking rhetorically. I'm asking, if, you know, from what you've seen. Um, is the congratulations and the celebration for the Broncos winning four in a row and getting back to 500 after a one and five start? Is it as loud? Is it as enthusiastic as the Schadenfreude was last season and early on this season? Like, no. I'll, 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 I'll no. go with Sean. So I guess it is somewhat rhetorical. I'll go with Sean Payton first. Look, it wasn't that long ago, man. And, and we and listen, I think both things can be true. You and I gave it to Sean Payton after the Dolphins gave him seventy, because Sean Payton. Yeah talked a lot of shit about Nathaniel Hackett in the offseason only for his team to start one and five and give up 70 points in 2023. We went at Sean Payton for that, but my man ain't forgot how to coach. Hit ER at five and five, and I'm also old enough to remember when they were having a fire sale, when they were going to blow it up and start trading everybody, and they were going to tank for Caleb Williams. Like, I was in Kansas City when they lost to Kansas City, and it was like, hey, trade deadline coming up, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Garrett Bowles, Pat Sertain, you know, Anybody in yeah. mama, you know, I, I, I remember they want to fire Vance Joseph after that 70 point uh, Dolphins performance and I don't know if everybody scored 70 points combined against them since then. I haven't done the math. I'm just saying the defense has been the best in the league well, among the best in the league since then. But then Russell Wilson, like I think we should really focus on because it's like it felt like man. There were a lot of people who took great pleasure. Great pleasure. Uh, great satisfaction. People who went viral, um, <laughs> unlo- unloading on Russell Wilson last year. Like it, it, it was personal. It was very personal last year when it came to Russell Wilson. Uh, again, I'm old enough to remember. He's a polarizing guy. He's a polarizing Conversa- guy for some, isn't he? Well, well, yeah, he very, he very much is polarizing. But I'm saying he can be poor. He can be Even polarizing. Nationally. You cannot like Russell. You cannot. You can think Russell Wilson. You can think whatever you want of Russell Wilson. Okay, as a person, you can think he. You can. You can think his his whole act is fake. You can think he's a fraud. You can not like whatever you want to say. What you cannot deny is the dude's commitment and the dude's resiliency. That's the theme of this show. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the theme for the show is resiliency, right? Like we talked about with the Browns, yeah. talked about with the Lions. Here's Russell Wilson who like, hey, how can the Broncos get out of Russell Wilson's contract after this season? That was that was four weeks. That was a month ago. That was a month ago. How could they trade Russell Wilson? What would that look like? That was a month ago. But yet Sean Payton, Davis Webb, and here's Russell Wilson. That quarterback room has found a way to get this guy playing winning football. Playing just playing winning football. It's, it, it looks it looks re- you mentioned Seattle. It looks real Seattle esque. I ain't saying that's the Legion of Boom on the other side. But what I am saying is like, hey, you got a defense. You got a, you got a, enough of a running game. Javante Williams ain't Marshawn Lynch, although he has beast small moments. You got enough of a running game. 
You got you got you got a, a couple of receivers out here making plays for you here and there. Just don't turn the ball over. See where Russell Wilson got it twisted. Well, was he thought he was somebody else? Remember the whole let Russ cook stuff in Seattle. He thought he was a guy that hey, you should construct your offense around me. I should have everything Tom Brady has. You remember that whole thing? You know, like I should I yeah, should right, have say right. yeah. And, and he brought all that bullshit to Denver and it blew up in his face. Here's Sean Payton. And the gang coming and saying, "Nah, man, we gonna play to win football games. We gonna play. We gonna play. We got a. We have a formula here. We gonna play to win some football games." And he's clearly bought in. I just want people to give him credit, to, to the same extent and at the same level that they gave him shit. Is that too much to ask? Well, yes, <laughs> that, that's too much to ask because you still got you still got a ways to go. You got a ways to go. Like oh, he has they're only five and five. He has they're only five and five. He has it right, right. So really, when they collapsed, okay, I mean, but come on, that was <laughs> that when they collapsed, that was greater. So the collapse kind of matched the expectation. So the expectation was where we thought you're going to be really good, a contender. Right. You're really bad, right. one of the worst teams in football. Now what you've done, you're not one of the worst teams in football. You're not a contender. What you've gotten back to is you're afloat. Mediocre. So, yeah, so I mean, yeah, so you, to level. But I will get look, I, I'll give him credit. Though. I'll give him all credit. Not just Russell Wilson. I, you already mentioned. Okay. You already mentioned. They're not the Legion of Boom. How about Vance Joseph? Now, this is not I, I, I just did. want to point out. No, I did. Yeah, Vance I, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I know, but I just want to point out. This is not just talking heads around the country and now football international game around the world. That's not talking heads on the East Coast or West. This is talking heads in Denver. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they did it too. Now, look, I, no, don't, I don't want that Denver fan to be like, hey, you know, no, you guys didn't believe it. No, right. Y'all didn't believe in you either uh, because I'm sure you got daily talk shows. Uh, as Randy Moss said, the talk shows and game shows, <laughs> talk shows and game shows. I'm sure you had uh, plenty to say, but I will, I will point out. Your guy, you've seen him for a long time, first with the Saints and now uh, with the Broncos. Sean Payton, his ego is just, he can't resist. You know, <laughs> if you've been doing it for a long time, <laughs> like, man, why you, got, why you got to add that? We know, we know, yeah. man. We got Google, too. We got the internet. We know what you did. I, you know, I saw, I saw the Super Bowl. I remember it. Uh, I, mean, I remember the onside kick. Nobody, you know, the whole thing. I even remember the lead. What's our guy's name? From New Orleans, used to work for the uh, Times Picayune uh, brother, covered the Saints, columnist. Uh, <laughs> John DeShazer? Yeah, yeah. I still remember his lead. I remember his lead on, on that after that Super Bowl. He said, Yes, Sean Payton has big ones and they're made of brass. <laughs> okay. That's how he started uh, his yeah. story. So, yeah, I, like, I understand. They still have a long way to go. But this is an impressive recovery. They've recovered to give themselves a shot of playing meaningful football in December, which I didn't think was going to happen in September. That's, I thought there was no that, chance in go. hell. No they chance in hell that they'd be they're here. They'd be on the doorstep yeah. of December about to uh, about to compete down the stretch. So yeah, they right. get it. Yeah, they get that, that's it. They don't, and, they don't, they don't ooh, get trophies for thing. this. Neither one of these dudes get trophies for this. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Last thing. Now I'm going to call myself out. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Or two, maybe it was two weeks ago when we said C.J. Stroud, is he a, ten, a top 10 quarterback? And then last week we said, no, no, no. 
not just top 10 quarterback, MVP candidate, CJ Stroud. But in the week before that MVP conversation, you asked me to name my top 10 quarterbacks, and I don't think I have Russell Wilson in the top 10. Is he there? No, Is looks he like he carried away. No, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. No, not anymore. No, oh, oh, that's but, okay. Oh, but see, that's okay. Oh, I think the numbers, but the numbers say otherwise, don't they? Don't the numbers say I'm not. I'm not just going He's with been, the numbers, but the numbers. Well, listen, yeah, good argument. The way this season is good, going, if you can find 10 good, healthy quarterbacks, the way they drop it like flies. So, okay, if you want to say top 10 quarterbacks playing right now who are active and not on injury reserve, maybe he's in the conversation. I don't know because they all just drop it like flies, like I said. But no, he's, he's not a top 10 quarterback. Not anymore. I mean, he was borderline. Ooh, he might have been in the top 10 at one you're point. Just saying, Seattle, but you're just, just saying so. It's so easy. I mean, you just because it rolls off your tongue naturally. I can can give him credit for I can give him credit for not being finished, uh, for not being cooked. You know what I mean? But let Russ cook to cook. I can I can forget. I can I give him credit for that. I give him credit for for playing winning football and complimentary football, uh, as they like to say. But I ain't got to put him in the top ten. Everybody on a four game winning streak ain't in the top ten. Shit, you might as well put him. MF and ad in the paper, you're gonna get everybody then. You know, remember that damn president? He's done more than remember, that. Remember, yeah. Chris Tucker, damn president? <laughs> she might as well put her, right. oh, yeah, so put her ad in the paper, you're gonna get everybody. Like, everybody can't be in the top Come 10. On. You know? Come on. Now, Josh Dobbs, is done more. Josh Dobbs, my guy, Josh Dobbs, is playing like a top 10 quarterback right now. <laughs> Man, he's done more than. He done more than just kind of have a four game winning streak. If you You're put the about winning career? streak, resume. That's I'm not hearing about, about these questions. I'm I don't know what they mean. You mean right now year, or like this year? Look at those. Hey, here, you want to do that little thing? Come on, Gary Carter. This is your this is your lane right here. Remember that thing I said? It's my pet peeve. Gary was doing this thing. Gary and the BFA staff doing this whole. Hey, we have the stats. Now we're going to reveal who who the stats belong to. You have. A side oh, by side, blind, you have one set resumes? of stats. Yeah, and then you have <laughs> one of them is Patrick Mahomes. The lesser number is Patrick Mahomes. The greater number is Russell Wilson. Oh, we'll so Russell Wilson's numbers, Russell Wilson's numbers, seriously yeah. are pretty good. This year, no, they are really, good. really good. They are good. Sean Payton and Davis Webb have done a fantastic job with him. He's done a fantastic job. If you can have good numbers and not be a top 10 quarterback. I think what we can okay. agree on who's not a top 10 quarterback. This is not a top 10 quarterback. Zach Wilson. Uh, look like that's a wrap. Uh, at least at least for this season. Uh, you know, never say never down the road. Wow. Um, I was I was at Man. Jacksonville, New York last year in New York. And it's funny. I'm be back there in the for, rain. for Black Friday in the rain. Yeah, I'm gonna be back there for Black Friday this yeah. week. And I remember just how toxic the environment was and I ain't just talking about the rain. I'm talking about the cascade of booze and frustration from Jets fans. I wonder if Robert Sala decided to pull the plug now basically because he just knew what was waiting for them on Black Friday at home. But Mike, you want to talk about some numbers, right? Some of these numbers. So they've been keeping track of third down conversion percentage since 1991. Long, like I wasn't tracking it on Tecmo Bowl back in the day, but they've been keeping track of it at Pro Football Reference since 1991. What, before you go there, what's their what's their record, by the way? Are they four and six or four and seven? Four, four and six. Are they four and six? Okay, yeah, I, 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 four I'll, and six. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why in a second. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead with the numbers. 
Why? Why? Wait, oh no, skip to that. Okay, I, you have my you have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Skip to that. Like why? Because you think they're still in it, and you think Aaron Rodgers should come back on December second to no. practice for, for some yeah. reason. Okay, here I'm, I'm keeping track. There are some some negative stats. I'm keeping track of just very very quickly. Uh, I'm watching the Jets on negative strat, uh, stats. I'm watching the Patriots on negative stats too, because I got you know I got an agenda. I'm trying to pr- prove a point. So I just keep up with some stuff that I just I've got arguments and those distant arguments. You just come back and like, hey, remember I told you a couple months ago and you come in with your information. I just want to point out Mike that the Jets have played 10 games and mm-hmm. they've scored nine offensive touchdowns all year. I like that blows my mind. They have nine offensive touchdowns in the 2023 season. They don't even have a touchdown for every week. In other words, Deron Bland, Deron Bland has nearly half the amount of touchdowns that the Jets have on offense. I mean, like, think about that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. The, the question is, uh, if you're Robert Sala, what what's taking you so long? What took you so long to hedge? Well, that's, the, well, that's the great mystery. That's the great mystery. I don't want to blame. I don't want to put everything on him. Everything is not on him. Not on Zach Wilson. There are many issues with the Jets. Many issues. He might be number one. But if you take him out of the hey. situation, you put somebody else in, you're still going to see uh, evidence of similar problems. Zach, Zach Wilson Zach Wilson is the classic. He, ain't, he might not be the problem, but he ain't the solution either. And he probably is yeah. a big part of the problem. You know what Zach Wilson is? A guy, a, a guy that, that's maybe on an NFL roster. He's a Tim Boyle, except he was drafted second overall. Like Zach, like the worst thing they could have done was draft Zach Wilson second overall. Worst thing they could have done was hype him up coming come out of BYU as the next Patrick Mahomes. Because it's like, no, he's so far from that. Until yeah, he's probably an NFL quarterback, in in, in a way that there are you know, twenty four to thirty six NFL quarterbacks in any given moment. He's probably one of them on the lower end, but he shouldn't be starting for anybody and he wasn't supposed to start this year, which brings me back to Aaron Rodgers. Like so Aaron Rodgers talking about coming to practice on December 2nd. There's no reason with Tim Boyle now your quarterback to bring Aaron Rodgers back because to your point, it's not just so without Aaron Rodgers. See they set this up for Rodgers because Paul Hackett's sorry not Paul Hackett. That's his dad Nathaniel Hackett Nathaniel Hackett Probably not a good offensive coordinator. I mean, we saw what happened in Denver last year. What we haven't seen is him apart from Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wait, we've seen it this year. You know, it's probably great for Aaron Rodgers, but not without Aaron Rodgers. Alan Lazar right. is right. probably a functional receiver with Aaron Rodgers. For Aaron Rodgers. But not, yeah. but not, yeah. Randall Cobb, the whole, so they, they want to get the band back together. The band leader's out. A lot of other problems expose themselves. They've had seven different offensive line combinations. Or put another way, they have almost as many offensive line combinations this year as offensive touchdowns. As touchdowns. Like you just pointed, yeah, like you just pointed out. So I don't understand. I, I get being a competitor, I get wanting to defy doubters. Man, Aaron Rodgers, sit your behind down somewhere, get all the way healthy rather than come back and try to work a second miracle. The first miracle will be coming back. The second will be getting this team into the playoffs for who, for what. Man, get healthy and get your boy, I love this report from the weekend, get your boy Devontae Adams up out of Vegas and get the whole band back together 
in New York next year. Adams across from Wilson. Now he might be cooking with gas. Yeah, but you know what? I understand why Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back, Mike. I understand. Uh, it's not about the playoffs. It's not about the Super Bowl at this point. Maybe it's just to answer. Well, it's a couple things because he's got his he's got his agendas too. He's always working on on something. He's in fights with lots of people, lots of lots of internet fights, verbal fights. So he might be trying to prove something about uh, medical possibilities. That's one over there, mm -hmm. non-football mm -hmm. reasons. And then the other thing is, maybe he's trying to answer a question to himself. Can I do this? I mean, dude's 40 years old. Can I, can I, can I come back and play? Can I, maybe we don't make the playoffs, but can I inspire? Can I, give, can I give my team a spark, some inspiration with a good month of football? Coming back going into next when year. no one thought I could come back. Yeah, going into next year, we've seen this before. We saw it last year. Back to the Lions. We saw the Lions at the end of 2022. Not going yeah. to the playoffs, but feeling great about the next year. Maybe the Lions, or excuse me, maybe the Jets can do the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Tim Boyle over Trevor Simeon was interesting to me, but that's what it's come down to. Tim Boyle. In New York. That's, Tell that's, me, that's what we have you know one thing about Black Tim Friday. Boyle? Give me one he played for the Lions. He used to play for the Lions. I don't even know that. I didn't even know that. I promise you. Yep. <laughs> I think Brock's been great because he's been consistent through it all. I mean, we never felt anything different with Brock during those three losses. Um, you know, I think he's pretty realistic, so he doesn't get into stuff that's not that accurate. He's got 66 and 77 the last couple of weeks, and I think in the playoffs he had one last year was 74 um, in terms of his longest passes. And that was kind of the thing on him that, boy, can he make those throws? I mean, is there anything you've seen yet that he can't do? Um, uh, I mean, Brock's a solid, really good quarterback, so he can do – I mean, I don't know if he can run a 4-3 when doing a lot of Wildcat stuff, but um, everything we've asked him to do, I think he's done at a real high level. 1989's the number. Joe Montana, another the summer. Last, last yeah. San Francisco 49ers quarterback with a perfect passer rating, 158.3. Uh, until Brock Purdy yesterday. Uh, I just want to know. I want to know two things. One, I want to know: Are you a believer yet? Do you believe? Do you believe? Believe in what? <laughs> Do you believe? <laughs> uh, do you believe in now, Trinity? What's the second one? Difference, I, like, eh? like, oh, what's the second one? No, hold on. Before I answer the question, like, like, what, what do you want? What do you, what do you want me to say? Uh, like that was the second was, one. It was, it, it, you said two things. The, the two second, things. okay. Well, the second one is related. The second one is. Look at that. Great company. Oh. Oh, this fits right all, in there nicely, right between yeah, those they guys. All he's, fit. He's a cross. He's a cross between Joe Montana and Steve Young. He's a, he's a right handed. Right, Young. right in the middle. Oh. He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. If Steve Young and Joe Montana had a baby, it'd be Brock Purdy. There, um, it'd be Brock Purdy. Yeah. So, um, if Brock Purdy were not the last pick of the draft, I just wonder how you. I ain't talking about everybody else. How you would look at him. Because I just no, I no, I'm serious. No, I'm not seeing a problem with him. I'm not seeing a problem. I got a problem. I'm not seeing a problem with him. I'm not seeing a problem with him. 
I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm saying I'm saying there's a, I think there's a blind spot. I think look man. How is Josh Dobbs? No, how, how is Josh Josh Dobbs so well traveled such a journeyman and doing what he's doing in Minnesota Two for two reasons one Kevin O'Connell's system is bringing out the best in him Two. the league missed plain and simple, right? Like for all the smart well, the people league in this league. Well, Got that's it. what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. So okay, I'm with so you. So why are we? So why why do some people? Maybe not Michael Holly, but why do some not people? That, why why who would have thought? Not me. Um, who, not who, me. Why why? It, it just feels like some people cannot view Brock Purdy outside of the prism of being mystery relevant, because the only reason people are skeptical of whether Brock Purdy is a good quarterback, the only people, the only reason people are scoff, they scoff. And when somebody invokes the name of other great quarterbacks like a Tom Brady or whatever in terms of, you know, early career impressions, the only reason people oh, on, hesitate to too, put him at the too much. That's too much. Early, it has nothing to do with the draft. Early, early career impressions. Early oh, origin story. Oh, origin too story. Too much origin context. Story. Too much. The hardcore origin story. You know, if you match but up, if you match up. Uh, and the only people uh, hesitate. So the only reason people hesitate to put him at the forefront of the MVP, MVP conversation, and the only reason people line up to tell you "I told you so" is because he was drafted last. If okay. was, that's it. That's it. It's like he's. It's like people have a hard time believing because the league missed out on the first time. So it's like, why are we doubling down on the league being with all due respect dumb? Why are we doubling down on the dumb of a dude this good going with the last pick of the draft and saying, oh, he must not be that good because that was their preconceived notion of him coming out of Iowa State. Like if you just watch what, what number he does, there's no you were talking about top 10. We were talking about top 10. I don't remember when we went down the list a couple of weeks ago to, to put CJ Stroud in there. But did you include Brock Purdy? And if not, if not, and if not, not, why not? And shame on me. Why did I? And why did I include Russell Wilson? Because Russell Wilson deserves to be there over Brock Purdy. If you look at the numbers, look at the numbers. Russell Wilson's numbers are probably. I don't know this for sure. Now I'm just now I'm just making it up. <laughs> no, but uh, right. Ooh, ooh, just for let me fact. rephrase. Uh, um, yeah, you got that. You got that. Nobody else did. Um, strike that. Strike that from the reference. Strike, strike that from right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strike that. Strike that. Strike that. Um, yeah. Look, is he a top ten quarterback? He he is trending. He is trending toward that. We haven't seen enough. Oh wow! The, 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 what a qualifier! No, look, what a what a, what a qualifier! <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he's trending that hey, way. Man. Don't Yo, be surprised he if is. by the he end is. of his career, he is. He's a, <laughs> look, he's a he's a top ten quarterback. Look, my problem with Brock Purdy, just to be clear. It has nothing Easily. to do with Purdy. Top 10 himself. is too generous, by the way. It's, it's got Kyle nothing Shannon. to do with Brock Purdy. It's got you, nothing to do with Kyle his Shannon draft fan. position. You're not a it's Shanahan the whole fan. I got thing. It. It's the whole yeah. but, you know, it's not just Shanahan though, because I don't want I don't want Shanahan to take it all by himself. It's everybody. You know, Debo, like they, they are just like a they for a, for a group that hasn't won anything, they just like got a little bravado, like too much bravado for no ring. Like, you know, Joe Montana got his ring. Steve Young got his ring. I, you know, Debo maybe got a class ring. I don't know. I don't know. Like, but like, 
I just didn't like the way they handled it. I didn't like the way they handled it last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. we had a quarterback. Don't be so disrespectful. You don't, you just don't disrespect the conference champs. The conference I am, champs I am. were not the would have been, could have been 49ers. The conference champs playing tonight, the Philadelphia Eagles. Get some respect. That's all. I am I am concerned about uh Silanao Hofanga uh being out for the year. That's a big loss. See yeah. what Jair Brown got. I am, but I am concerned about that. But uh, yeah, I could not miss the opportunity to remind you. But he's a top ten quarterback. He played Purdy. a great. And that, that's he played a great game yesterday. That's conservative. He's he yeah, might man. not be a franchise quarterback, but he's that franchise's yeah, quarterback, and that's all that yeah, matters. Man. How you feel about this Kelsey Bowl, bruh? Taylor gonna be there? Of course, uh, Mama Kelsey gonna be there. Give me the Chiefs tonight. Give me the Chiefs. Oh, why is that? Why? Why? Tell me why. I think the Chiefs have the better defense in this matchup, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, it's funny high key, not even low key. High key. Give me the Chiefs in a in a surprisingly physical, low scoring game. This ain't this, tonight's game ain't for fantasy football people like me. Tonight's game ain't for fantasy football. Low score. I, I'm talking about a game in in the in the low twenties. I like high, that. high team, low twenties. That type of game. Because I like I like both the these way, defenses. But I like the Chiefs defense a little bit more. No Taylor Swift tonight. Uh my sources tell me no Taylor. Oh, no Taylor Swift? Uh, oh, okay. No Taylor no Taylor tonight in Kansas City. But I do like your defensive point. And I do, and I also believe, I said this uh, last week, I think a defensive score is gonna win this game late. Uh give me the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. It it and what is not it is neither a Super Bowl rematch, rematch. nor is it a Super Bowl. Nor is it a preview, but at least know Detroit. Wait, but, but I'm okay with rematches when it was the previous year Super Bowl. I just hate it was like a rematch of Super Bowl seven. It's like man, like no, like don't quit referencing yeah. it. Like yeah. after a while, everybody will have played everybody in the Super Bowl. Like at least it was last year. That's so right. I can live with it. 